Hi guys, it's Artem here with another episode of Danidian's Ventures podcast. This time I have a pleasure of talking to Carol from Lead Feeder about B2B sales and what a, a tool like Lead Feeder can do for you. Hi Carol. Hi everyone. Um, I guess I'll give a short introduction of myself. I so I currently oversee um, agency partnerships at Lead Feeder. I work with amazing, smart people like Artem here um, on a daily basis. <laughs> but I've been with Leafit for over four, for close to four years now. So I've seen us just grow as a product and the company. I've seen all the different sales strategies and marketing strategies out there from talking to probably over a thousand customers personally myself by now. Wow. Um, and in my uh, previous life, I was in B2B marketing and did lead generation for um, media and tech companies for over 10 years. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Very interesting. So uh, what does Leafpeeder do and uh, why somebody who is interested in growing, you know, their business, especially their B2B business, obviously, why, why would somebody care? In a nutshell, Leafpeeder is a sales intelligence tool. Okay. And why we call us a sales intelligence tool is because we convert marketing data into, into easy to use, actionable insights for sales teams. I mean, if you think about it, marketing has all this information, let's say, for example, in Google Analytics, right? We all know yeah, Google yeah, Analytics. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times the data is siloed and it's a wealth of data that, that sales teams can use. Like, for example, through Leafy's tool, we can show you anonymous website visitors. So people who visit your site and they don't fill out a form, but they might be yeah. checking your pricing page, your product page. And then they leave and go to a competitor's site and then your competitors get them, right? And mm. then that's it. You never see them anymore because they never fill out a form. So this allows sales teams to be proactive with who they reach out to, be more targeted. And then even with current deals you're working on, you want to know they, they come back to your site. You want to know what they're browsing so that you can be more prepared for your conversations. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> basically, it's something that I install on my website, right? If we get you know to the nitty gritty, so using something like Google Tag Manager, I install your tag. There are many other uh, tools similar, not in the sense that, you know, B2B lead generation tools, but I guess there are many as well. But, you know, like Google Analytics, you just place a tag using Google Tag Manager, boom, the data starts flowing into your system. I log in and I see what? What do I see? Um, yeah, so exactly. You just install a little script, just like as you would Google Analytics or yeah. Google Tag Manager, or if you use like WordPress or Squarespace or any of that, there's always like a plugin to like copy paste. There's always a place to show just, that code there. <laughs> yeah. Just copy paste. Super yeah, simple. Yeah. Takes two minutes. Um, and then once you log into Lead Feeder, you see a dashboard of companies who are visited. So we show yeah. you the company name, the location of the visitor, which is very important because if, yeah. if a company has offices like globally, you know to target a certain office. Mm -hmm. Then you show the visit behavior. You see the visit behavior. You'll see the pages they view, how mm -hmm. they found you. Did they come from a specific campaign? Did they come from your LinkedIn post, a partner site, you know, a paid yeah. ad, anything. And then we also have a complimentary database of email contacts for people who work at that company. So you can filter down to like who your ideal customer profile is, who your target audience is, and reach out to the key decision makers at that company. Um, and then we also have an integration with CRM systems so that you can see if there's any active open deals if you're currently working on a deal. And if not, you can always have it automatically created and synced into your CRM so that your sales team will always have fresh, new, warm leads coming in. Yeah, so basically, um if I understand correctly, once person visits the website, you analyze his 
IP address and some other information. You pull it from the database. You identify it. Obviously, if I'm using my personal mobile device and I'm a part of a company, I will not be registered on the system, right? So there are some um, some uh, leads that will not be able to, you know, I will not basically see them. Only certain visits yep. will generate data. Yeah, to clarify that, um, you know, that's why we say we are a B2B yeah. company um, because it's pretty much impossible to identify like uh, people on internet service providers if you're working yeah. from home in your private network or your mobile yes. device. How but, however, okay. you know- there is I a but. <laughs> Yes, there is. It is a good fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, please go ahead. So I know, uh, you know, with everything that's been going on, people have been working from home more, yeah. right? Obviously. Um, yeah. But more and more companies are, uh, you know, ensuring like privacy and things like that. So like, so employees are logging through VPNs, yeah. virtual private network. And so through the VPNs, we can identify people working from home as long as you're logged in, right? That's yeah. one. Secondly, we have an integration with MailChimp oh, where okay. if you happen to use MailChimp and the person is on your email list and they've clicked on your you know, email, they get cookied and we can actually track them going forward so that and tell you exactly who it is. So even if they're on a mobile device working from like a coffee shop, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We can show you who it is and from what company they're from. Okay. As long as I use a MailChimp integration, right? Yeah, and of course, we're going to be working on more integrations going forward, but MailChimp is the one we have now. Oh, that's cool. Obviously, there is Active Campaign and yeah, many, exactly. many, many, many others, obviously. Like, yeah. There is, there is like way too many, maybe. So, uh, yeah, but um, of course, uh, if they use VPNs from the technical perspective, they look as if they're sitting in the office. Yeah. So that way, they can you can identify them and so forth. So that's really good obviously but you are absolutely correct now people work more and more from home and i think still big companies especially they use vpn yeah. they're not going to let you use your mobile connection to access internal databases yeah. and so forth so really good really good so okay i have the data i log into the dashboard and i see that the company x you know that's selling widgets you know it's exactly you know my target group you know my potential customer uh, should I just give it a call and say like, hey, you know, I've seen you visited my website yesterday. What do you want? You know, can we sell you something? So how can you fit that knowledge, that additional, you know, intelligence that you have into existing sales workflow? Because obviously it wouldn't look good if you just say like, hey, we're tracking you guys. You know, we see this <laughs> info, you know, would like to sell you something. So how does that work? So I'm going to have to give a, diff a few different answers okay. because it really depends on who your audience is and yeah. also what market you work and what country you're from. Okay? okay. So like there's like obviously strict GDPR laws, right? And obviously. like the EU. And then in the US, it's a little bit more relaxed, right? So yes. that also dictates like what your, your follow-up strategy is going to be like. Yeah. Um, so I would say for, for, the recommended way, in my opinion, is to um, not just pick up the phone and say, "Hey, we're tracking you, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and but it works. Just to be sure, and just to be sure, you cannot track, and you will not track individuals. You just see right. that a company is interested, and somebody from the company came. So obviously, you don't, uh, you don't in yeah. any way violate any kind of privacy protection laws and so forth. You just Correct. say that. A company visited your website. We don't know who, but here's the register know. of contacts we have. Maybe yeah. somebody from this context, but you will never say like, hey, 
Peter is really interested in your pricing. Yeah, you would never know unless they've they've ever self-identified before, like registering for your like MailChimp newsletter oh, yeah, or they yeah. fill out a form. Exactly, in that case it's okay because they already had opted in. Yes. Um, however, so I would say one approach is to use like use a database like LinkedIn and look up a few key stakeholders that you want to build relationships with. Okay, see what they're posting and start engaging because. You can actually follow people without being connected with them. And on your homepage on LinkedIn now, you can say, okay, they comment on this or they posted this article. So start building relationships, read their articles and say something meaningful, right? And then once you do that, then you send a connection request. And I would say 90% of the time, they're going to accept it. And then from there, you can start the open dialogue, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but don't try to sell too fast. And that's, I would say, but it really depends what your sales cycle is and your product, because in other times, yeah. Picking up the phone or emailing them and saying, hey, we noticed that um, people from your company are interested in a solution to ours, right? They, they're, they're on our website, and we just want to make sure that you have all the information you need because you would be one of the decision makers. Do you have five minutes? Like, that has worked for some people. It really, really depends, you know. I, I bet it um, would work better in U.S. compared to EU. Exactly. the question would be like, hey, would you would you get the data from, you know, like, how do you know and so forth? Yeah, well, because the way some people get around it is because these days, um, people are always filling out forms, like they're downloading ebooks, yeah. signing for webinars. So they don't even know, like, it, it, like you almost feel like everyone has your information because you just give it out anyway. Yeah. So it's not like a little, it doesn't seem weird when you say that. Um, so that's an, that's another approach or there's, you could do retargeting. So like the marketing team can retarget these companies. Like for example, you can download a list of these companies visiting your site that mm -hmm. you know are warm leads, then like import it into like LinkedIn under like audience list and then mm -hmm. retarget them with relevant content. Cause you do, you know what they're interested in by the pages they're viewing. So push more content towards them, get them engaged and maybe, you know, it'll help so that you keep um staying front and center then either they might eventually fill out a form or they'll respond to your sales team because now like you know they're warmed up a bit more yeah so basically uh, i guess the, depending obviously on the company on the sales cycle yeah. you know sometimes not reaching out during the same day could be a lost lead you know maybe they're yeah. making decisions very quickly but yeah. i guess something that would work for everybody is just try to build organic connections to the companies that are interested in you by either promoting your content to them in a yeah. in a more passive way not not actively just sending private messages hey you probably yeah. like this because you visited our blog but just like using for retargeting and so forth trying to build organic connections yeah. and maybe obviously since there is integration with the crm obviously i guess uh, it's a huge help also if you have a lot of leads and you want to see when somebody activates. So if I have exactly. a lead with a company, you know, XYZ, when that company representative visits my website, I want to see it in my deal because maybe, hey, they had a board meeting maybe, and they're looking at our offering and they're seeing, you know, yeah. what we got. Maybe it's good time to reach out and say like, hey, have you, you know, reached a decision? Do you need additional info and so forth? Yeah, you, you can even like, Exactly. I've seen people um, reactivate lost deals. They close okay. the deals lost, right? Yeah. But then a year later, wow, the company popped up and said, let's re restart the conversation. And they got to win the deal. Like things change all the time. And so because the deal is lost one doesn't mean you can't win it later on. Or maybe they did go to a competitor and they were unhappy. Yeah. And now right. they're looking for another solution, right? So yeah, yeah that's what all the time. came to my mind. 
maybe the deal kind of broke off you know maybe they weren't able to come into our understanding even though they chose another vendor but what i'm hearing pretty much is that still you know you provide the data and it sounds like a very useful data but it still has to be somehow integrated in a way that it makes sense so obviously because every company is different working with a huge company is very different compared yeah. so if i'm a for example if i'm a sales consultant and i'm working just for myself you know alone it will be very different what i actually liked about your offering initially when i you know saw it i like that you have a free account you have a free trial and then the um, the pricing you know it's it's not very bad to be honest because there are many enterprise solutions that do something similar that have a way way bigger price i like that it's it kind of feels like you're not only targeting huge companies so you're also you know working with the smaller business as well yeah so you know the the big enterprise solutions you talk about they're they're great products right yeah, but they obviously. offer they offer a lot right and then yeah. like this this website visitor identification part of it is just a small subset right yeah and so with us we want to be flexible so we we target both small smbs and also enterprise companies because we have so many integrations that plug and play into your existing workflow mm -hmm. you know we have native integrations with Salesforce, HubSpot, Pipedrive, Zoho, yeah. Dynamics, right? And then we have Zapier integration. Yeah. That opens up the door to like 2,000 other applications right there. So that yeah. was our goal. So that's why it's so affordable because we focus on one thing only and then we let you decide what. We even have HubSpot users who use Zfeed, even though HubSpot does offer something similar. But they use us because we just have, uh, we our data quality is, is there. You know, they realize that. Sorry, this I'm sitting outside. There's frogs, and they're like making noise right it's, it's, now. <laughs> no, it's actually. I was just wondering. You know, do you have frogs in your backyard? Backyard, and it's actually pretty lovely. It, it's almost like a sound effect. You know, that you turn on just you know, <laughs> to set the stage. It, it's not bothering at all. It's actually pretty pretty fun. Uh, but uh, what I actually liked is that, you know, many tools, for example, like HubSpot, is known for their free CRM. And then uh, Leadfeeder has also free offering, you know, for just companies just starting out, testing, you know, the water, yeah. seeing what it offers. And if you connect also Zapier, which is also free. So I, I think you can do a lot nowadays. And that's what I'm actually, you know, very excited because nowadays you can have a lot of functionality absolutely for free. And then once you grow, you can grow with those tools or you can at least test it and compare a bit. And I like the hub, uh, free HubSpot, Zapier, and Leadfeeder combination. With already those three tools, you can do a lot. You can have a CRM system. You can have a lead generation system. With Zapier, you can do a lot of automation. So if somebody yeah. comes on your website from a certain company, do this, send emails, send SMS, whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know, the free tool is a great starter for anyone and we understand in business startup they have limited budgets um, you know but we hope that even if you close like one deal from lead feeders data it almost pays for the entire year right yeah. so it's like it'll be a no-brainer to upgrade anyway but yeah for know. sure for sure but of course you know in the beginning especially you want to see how it feels how it works uh -huh. does it look you know does it provide actually data because when i actually was teaching yeah. in estonia you know uh -huh. and uh, you know we talked about lead generation and b2b they were like no, I bet Leadfeeder doesn't have any information about Estonian companies. No, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, well, you know, just just 
take a trial, see you know what works. Yeah. And even if you get like one lead, one really good lead, it's most likely already worth using lead feeder because exactly. it just makes a lot of sense. And I'm not trying to, you know, sell the tool to everybody listening. I use it myself and I find it that many times, many times we actually close ourselves a few deals with the government agencies because you identify cities and government yep. agencies and yep. those deals could be really huge really so huge contracts yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and you don't necessarily have them filling out the forms but already already just knowing that this company or this government agency is looking into something you can actually start googling procurements you know like hey do they have any procurements going on and then you see and you're like ah okay good i can actually apply here because they already have interest in me yeah and you're right like they don't usually fill out a form a lot of the company because they're still in so early in the research stage right yeah, and yeah. they know that they fill out a form they're going to be like yes. harassed <laughs> they're like a salesman's going to call them right away so yeah. it's good to be catch them early because you'll be ahead of the game yeah 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 for sure i, I was actually surprised by the amount of data you're able to collect and i think you have integration uh with the other with the other system that gathers contact info so you can actually see you know in the lead feeder you can see some information that you already guys have on a company so like if you're searching for marketing director you can see yes. lead feeder already has it so you can maybe directly yeah. send him a link or see his linkedin profile and so forth yeah yeah so uh could you show us something that'd be really cool because absolutely cause, yeah many times you just hear you know people talking and i really since i do everything myself as well i really love technology I'm actually always like, hey, show me how it works kind of guy. Yes. What, you know, I realized, let me just um, remove my bookmark. Not that I have anything weird in my bookmark. Well. <laughs> show bookmarks. For, okay. So I'm going to hide that. And let me just no worries, make sure no my worries. notifications are off. Uh, but I'm glad you asked because this whole time I was talking, and I'm like, I wish I would just show you because it's yeah, so. Yeah, I, I think and it's, it's much better. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's because our tool is just so simple. The 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 UI, it, I think it's very easy for anyone to use. Like, uh, <laughs> I showed my parents this, and they're like, "Oh, okay, I, I get it." I mean, I think like Facebook is more complex than this. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I think I think it's pretty pretty easy. But you know, walk us through it. So you have a demo account that is connected to uh, some company website, right? So you have yeah, a, I mean not some company website, but it's it's a, a portion of our own website. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So basically, you have the code and you have it running, and once you log in, you actually see this kind of feed. Yeah. Yes. So exactly. So the the, the feed that I was talking about, um, you see here on the left hand yeah. panel, you'll see a list of companies who are visit in the time frame above, so you can toggle between different time periods. Um, you know, let me just do default. So I'll switch it to the last seven days. Mm -hmm. It'll update the list and you can see on the right hand side, the total leads, average leads per day. Then you can see the top, the visitors from top countries, the, the top industries visiting. Uh, so you get a, a quick summary highlight, yeah. right? And then, uh, like I said, you'll see the location of the visitor. So like lead feeder up top, we're a, an entirely remote company and uh, okay. we do have some office we, but we do have some offices right in certain countries uh, but in this case we know this visitor is from the, our headquarters in Helsinki uh, but sometimes you might see if it's my colleague from Chicago Illinois you will see that there but if, uh, if I'm not interested in seeing my own employees uh, I can hide it right I can just add oh. it to like a 
like uh, you know like a blacklist so i can say like hey hi this company this is me basically this yeah is our company exactly you can high click the hide button here and it'll disappear from the list um and they won't show up anymore and you know clog up your data but we like to keep it so we can show that it works right we're even uh, yeah, identifying obviously. our own company <laughs> um and so in this case we know it's a visitor from helsinki and you get a quick snapshot of who the company is and uh, we pull this data from like linkedin and crunchbase so okay. you'll have yeah a summary of the company links to the social profiles the headquarter phone numbers uh even a business id and this is you know relevant for EU side yeah yeah yeah. because with EU especially with Finland being very transparent you can just type that into Google and get financial data just like That's that so crazy there's no way you could do that in the US businesses I wish our sales team here in the US wish we could <laughs> obtain data so easily on private companies yeah. Um, but yeah so for that you know like I said we're we we have customers globally all over the world mm. um, yeah and so we try to cater to all the differences for sure um, then below that is the, uh, my favorite part personally is the visit details because mm -hmm. now you get context around like what they're viewing and how they found your site and you could see if the camp certain campaigns are working um, uh, yeah so you could see they came directly here they spent a minute 30 seconds um, mm -hmm. yeah they're reading these blogs so let's pretend like this we're looking at this from like a sales perspective like this visitor in my opinion wouldn't be a good prospect yet because they're just re consuming our blogs they haven't yeah. gone to our product page or our pricing page yet um but we do allow you to create what we call feeds so that you can narrow down your attentions on the the warmest leads right because yeah as a reminder like i can't go through 1000 companies to see who's yeah a good of course one. right so we let you do this automatically so let's just create a custom feed here um and I'm going to say, let's say it's because I focus on the U.S. and Canada market. So I'm going to mm -hmm. do U.S. and Canada. And I'm going to say pricing page because that would say a lot if they visit that. Yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to add a filter for a base of page URL. Um, I'm going to say pricing. I'm going to search for the pricing. Uh, I think it contains the word. Yeah. Like that, because if we have multiple pages, it's it's yeah. better just do the word contains, and then I want to say they are from United States. So as you can see, you can like play around with so yeah. we have so many different filters. You can even do it by. Um, acquisition type you know they may, they must have come from a certain source yeah. or yeah, something for example like google search right or something yeah. similar yeah, yeah. yeah or google ads or anything like that and then you from here you can set up automations and say like okay i want to make sure that i get a daily or weekly report of all those visitors who hit the pricing page from us and canada yeah. or push into a slack channel we actually live and breathe out of slack so like we have a slack channel that the leads get pushed to so that makes it like i said we're all about integrates your workflow of you course know? of course no I, just, I, I was just smiling because uh, i left slack for that same reason because it's just a huge chaos and you can't do anything it's just notifications after notifications but yeah, yeah for some companies it works really well and it's really good and everything seems to be integrated into slack nowadays <laughs> we yeah i know this it, it could be because of the notifications but if you really customize it to like 
what's important. I think it works really well. Yeah. I, I don't know what we would do without Slack. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a great tool, I must admit. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Um, and then you can set up automations where you could send to pipe like your CRM system. So you could say, okay, if someone hits our pricing page, they're from this yeah. market, assign it to this person as an owner, create a deal, put it in this pipeline, you know, um, and, and create like an activity and say, um, oh, sorry, create activity and set the due dates to whenever you want and then get the subject, right? You could apply it. So then you could save the... Uh -huh. Yeah, sorry. So basically, like I can create a task for my sales team or for myself uh, when there is a really good, really yeah. warm lead, or I can uh, start populating like a remarketing list slowly or something like that. Exactly. So I can yep. have different feeds for different purposes. Yep, you can create as many different feeds as possible. So you could create a feed per salesperson, per region, per marketing campaign, like whatever you want to measure. Okay, that's pretty cool. So you save the feed and then on the left hand side you'll see what i just created so you could toggle between different uh, feeds so when you first log in you see everything and yeah. then now we're going to see it's okay um because this is a demo account we actually filtered out some data but let me just choose all time um, and you'll start to see data so okay okay so for example this company um let's go down here it is Look, you could see that they typed lead feeder pricing. Yeah. They came to our help page that had the word pricing in it. Yeah. 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 And cool. they, they, they visited twice on February 10th and February 12th. But they came through CPC, right? The first time they came directly. So that means they heard of us okay. somewhere else. And then they probably were interested. And then they're like, oh, we don't know what our price, is, the lead feeder price is. So in Google search, they typed it in directly instead of trying to, you know. And then they got hit with one of our ads. Oh, cool. Yeah. What's that green bar? That's always puzzling. The green bar and the lock uh, lock icon. So green, uh, yeah. yeah. Good questions. Yeah, I skipped over that. So this is our internal quality meter bar where uh, we'll, we'll show you the, the highest quality. But I would take it with a grain of salt because we only look at things like um, visits, page views, uh, how much, how many email contacts we have, like the quality of the data we have for them, right? But that doesn't tell like a whole s picture. It just gives you a quick snapshot. Okay, these are the most engaged visitors and we yeah. have the most data on them. Yeah, I, I, just I, just wanted down. To, yeah I just wanted to say that, you know, I trusted it a lot in the beginning, but then I realized it's just one of the signals. It's not the signal. So definitely, I, I don't even look at it as much anymore. It's maybe good in the beginning if you have really lots of data really lots of data you haven't filtered it you might use it you know just to see who engages with you more but later on i think it's other criteria that are a little bit more important yeah the, so the custom fees i would say is what you should use to determine what's like a quality lead but then once you look within a feed yeah. and you narrow it out, then you want to say okay well from this narrow segment these are the most active users and visitors you know these are the highest quality based on the filters that you just set so it does help but not like from the get-go like i think yeah so just use it just just okay. use our custom feed <laughs> we give yeah. you flexibility sounds good and um, what about the lock icon the that it's actually a key okay. and that ah, yeah, signals okay. that signals when we were able to track keywords from your campaign ah, so like lead general so if i um so it's basically so, CPC, CPC most likely, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you, we, give, we show you the keywords here that they were hit with, and then we show you the exact search query on the right-hand side. 
Okay. Oh, so okay, this great. company is looking how to see who has viewed my website, GoDaddy. <laughs> so they often use GoDaddy, and then now we know that they want to, you know, identify non visitors. They also have here track IP address and web visitors. Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. So basically, I can use those as an indicator that I have a little bit uh -huh. more info on those guys because if I see the keyword that they use to come to my website, obviously yeah. I can get into their head a little bit more. So if, for example, I start, you know, I could create a landing page, right? Like, hey, um, yeah. we have an awesome solution for GoDaddy Go customers and now I can add them to a marketing list and I can push it to them via like LinkedIn or something similar so that they would most likely convert. And that is, I think, a non-threatening and kind of like yes. still active way to target. Speaking of landing pages, yeah. I was working with a client, uh, actually it was an agency, it was an, so an uh -huh. agency, they were helping one of their clients and they noticed that um, someone from like they were getting a lot of visits from the construction industry for their clients okay. and their website currently didn't have any case studies or any content for that okay. and so they quickly like revamped their site to yeah better better target yeah yeah that's yeah pretty cool to pretty make it more cool. relevant yeah but does the keyword tracking work only with cpc Okay. Yeah. So obviously, Google unfortunately doesn't provide a lot of key day, uh, keyword data nowadays. No, the only um, there's always a, a but. So like sometimes, so if, if they use Bing search engine, okay. sometimes Bing makes the data available, the search query, yeah. without having to pay for the ads. Oh, that's cool. Well, obviously, Bing's market share is not that that big, but yeah, it's it's good to have any kind of data. I think that's good. It's not that big but it's surprising it's still large i still see it a lot because i think there's a lot of microsoft companies out like people companies still using microsoft products and when they use microsoft products they probably are using bing search engine yeah. too like and, and some industries and some industries like we have a uh, we have a, a client who actually sells medical equipment to um to hospitals and they are not allowed to change their browser and exactly. their settings yep. so it's bing yes so there are actually still a lot of people using yeah. Bing out there. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And we actually had great success with Bing ads as well. So yeah. it you, you shouldn't never, you know, disregard Bing, but it's just like globally thinking, obviously the market share is rather small, yeah, compared to sure. Google. It would be really nice if Google provided that data, but I guess on their endless effort to hide everything and put it in the black box, it's they're taking just yeah. more and more from us. Okay, that's pretty cool. but. Um, if you think about it, um, what kind of offering do you have for your free account? How is that limited? How is that crippled <laughs> compared to the to the paid account? So the free account, uh, we only give three days worth of data, so you can only see the last three days. Okay. But that's usually okay, right? Because if you're actively, you can log in every yeah. couple of days and still see. Um, and then we block everything on the right hand side, so you'll still get to see the company name and location. Yeah. Um, you know, basically what you see on the right ha left hand side here, um, yeah. but that's it. Okay. Yeah, but, but you, do, you, you do get 14 days trial to start. Yeah. So yeah. you see all the data unlocked, unlimited, everything. Okay. And obviously in order to support the channel, we'll have a link that you can use in order to have an, you know, extended trial, right? Yeah. I believe you get an extra seven days. So you get 21 days worth of data. And yeah. honestly, within that time period, you're probably going to get a lot of warm leads that you can export. It's yours to keep. 
So yeah, we don't like nice. lock you into it. You can download yeah. it into a spreadsheet. So actually, let me show you here. Oh, you can cool, click yeah. export leads. Uh, so you could create a feed and export it or and choose a time period that you want to download. You could do all leads and just download everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's two different uh, reports and two different file formats, Excel or CSV. And you can email it to yourself and anyone else. No, that's pretty, pretty good. And obviously during the trial period, uh, or maybe even with the free version, I'm not sure, can you still connect it to the other like CRM systems up here? Um, I didn't want to like correct you earlier, but no, unfortunately we do limit that too. Ah, okay, so okay. Uh, then, then yes, yes. I think I... you were thinking about the pass. I think we yes. used to offer that, uh, but as a business, we just, <laughs> obviously, no, I it's, think, uh, I think it's yeah. good. It's good. I think uh, the trial, I think it's a good start because if you don't like it, you will still be able to use the free version. If you like the yeah. trial, I think is it, what is it like 50 something dollars a month, 57? It starts as low as here. We're so transparent that it's on our website. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's good because many times when it says contact us to find no, out the pricing, you're yeah. like, I, I hate that because I think like, okay, it costs four million. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. so we don't even lock you into an annual contract, but if you do pay for an annual subscription, you get a twenty percent discount. So that's an incentive. But otherwise, you want to try it month to month. It starts as low as sixty nine dollars a month. If you pay monthly. Yeah, and then with the annual subscription, you get twenty percent, so it comes out to fifty-five dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, and uh, basically, what it what it uh, means by unique leads. So if I have, for example, like millions of visitors, it will just show me hundred of those leads and says like, okay, you have to pay to see extra. Such a good question. I know we get that a lot. No, um, we we count leads as the companies we identify. So every like line item you see okay. here on That's the left hand side. Lead. And if you hide a company, it doesn't count towards your ah, quota. Okay. So you don't you don't pay for leads that you hide. Ah, okay. okay, that's pretty good. I, I don't think I don't think that's mentioned on the pricing page, or is it? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you can remove relevant leads. Uh, maybe I missed it, but that's I think a pretty good point. Pretty good point. So for example, if you have old leads, irrelevant leads, and so forth, it can help you, you know, be within the quota. Obviously, I'm very cheap. That's why my questions are so unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Everyone has the same questions. It's not about being cheap. It's about being a bit better, you know, mindful of your spending, right? Yeah. And you want to get the most out of every product. So it's a valid question. Yeah, very good, very good. All right. Well. Um, if you think about it, you know, somebody who is just, you know, wants to get additional leads and B2B, they install, you know, lead feeder, hopefully yeah. using the link below in order to support the channel. But uh, once, you know, they get started, what would be your suggestion? You know, what, what should you do during the trial period in order to kind of get the most out of it? What would you uh. do? Yeah, so take advantage of our integrations. If you have a CRM system, connect it, uh, do the integration. All of them take only between two minutes to set up to maybe like 15 minutes for like Salesforce to set up. Very simple. So that you want to see if you have any existing deals that are visiting your site, then you can sync the. When you integrate, you also push these visit details into your CRM if you want to. So that's more relevant information for your sales team to work off of. So test the integration out. Test the MailChimp integration, you have it. Play with the custom feeds, you know. Yeah. You, you want to, like I said, provide warmly to your sales teams, but also evaluate your current marketing campaigns. Maybe there are some that could be, you know, improved upon, or maybe there's some that, some sources you'd even think of pouring money into. And you're like, wow, we're getting a lot of relevant traffic from them. So let's double down and put more money into these sources. 
um, evaluate your keyword keyword plans if you um, strategy you know if you see certain keywords that are attracting more relevant people or not you can adjust your campaigns accordingly all right yeah. that's very and good invite, and you invite as many people as you want to the platform too. invite all your sales people your marketing teams because we don't even charge extra for seats it's oh, un- you get okay. unlimited users for that price oh, um, so you want to get every yeah pretty awesome yeah. yeah sorry 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 for interrupting you i just no, some no, companies no. they charge you base fee seat fee and then coffee fee you know whatever there is everything you know and it's really good that you're pretty transparent with the with the with the pricing the most that i got out of it when i started was just connected to the crm and populate already existing leads and contacts so the information flows already to my existing data so i can see from my yeah. potential customers or existing customers or existing leads who is actually visiting the website yes that, yeah that, yeah that's very good that's very good and i see that you use pipe drive yourself right yeah and so i was going to show you here when it's when it is synced up you'll see if there's any activities and who the owner is and the deals and stuff like that and if you know oh i have an activity that's overdue obviously this is for demo purposes but of course you of course it's demo. <laughs> open close yeah. deals all deals and yeah yeah that's pretty that's pretty awesome and i really like that you can export it you know into excel spreadsheet or something so that you can later process it in, yeah in some way but uh, what's the benefit uh, you mentioned the mailchimp what's the benefit besides being able to track them you know in terms of uh, additional you know data point but what's the benefit of connected i understand obviously zapier for automation i understand um uh, you know mailchimp from the identification but what about mailchimp you know other functionality that you can leverage yeah so with the mailchimp integration uh normally you you only see like anonymous people so you say it's person number yeah. one person number two but now you'll see okay for this visit it was this exact person um uh-huh. and then you'll see like so normally you'll see people from your mailchimp might be reading your blogs they click on your newsletter they click on a link yeah. but then you want to know when they move on like from the top of your funnel right top of the funnel they're yeah. just consuming content but as soon as they move down in the funnel you want to know that and you want to notify your sales team like okay we finally moved them down like now reach out to them and close the deal um, and, and it's always helpful if you know exactly who it is. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's what it is. And then, um, of course, like you can measure like how well your campaigns are doing as well. Um, you know, see which emails are activating certain people. And, um, and you also can see like how your blog page is doing. So if in your newsletters, you're always linking to your blog page. And if they're not navigating the rest of your site maybe there's things to be improved on your blog pages because the point is you want to draw keep people in your site and there has to be a story or a journey that you want to take to your site yeah. right so all these little insights you can gain do, do you push data also to mailchimp obviously you push data to crm you enrich uh, the data there but what about mailchimp or it's as of that it's, it's one way so oh, we okay. pull so it you just pull the data it. from mailchimp but you don't push you don't enrich their data yet correct yeah, okay. I, I can't say anything. My product team will yell, but like I just as of now, that's what it is. Yeah, obviously. If we but do more, it's what we do more. <laughs> yeah, of course. I can't and, make any promises. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And obviously, you are improving the product, you know, depending on the needs of the customers. So, you know, obviously, there will be at least, if nothing else, more integration, you know, possibilities, more functionality, and so Absolutely. forth. So that's that's obviously very good. All right. Well, um, 
I think that's a really, really go good overview. I really appreciate your time. I enjoyed the background music. It was probably one of the best I ever <laughs> heard. So that was amazing. Obviously, your you know backdrop is just superb. Looks like almost like a green screen, but you actually, you know. I love it. Yeah. It's better than my messy office. Just letting everyone know. We were in my office and Artem was like, Carol, do you have a better background? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and I'm I, like, I, was, yes, I was more friendly than that. I was like, can we open the window at least or, you I know, let true. some light in. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I, I, I have a, you know, really nice backyard that people keep complimenting me about. And I'm like, let's go there maybe. Yeah. So no, Carol, <laughs> it was really a pleasure. You're always a pleasure to talk to. Thank you very much for your time. And remember guys, link below in the description have an extended period that you can try, you know, lead feeder and see if it works for you. And if it does, well, thank you very much for using the link. <laughs> and Carol, thank <laughs> you very much for your time, thank you, for your positive attitude. Fun. Thank you. Thank you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.